Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we review cinema releases. This one, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, listen to the excitement in your voice. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you seem happy. Um, what have you got to say about this one then, John? I had fun with this film. Mm-hmm. I, watching this film, I realised that I think, and this is a big thing to say because there are so many big stars in the MCU, mm-hmm. pretty much every big star is mm-hmm. in the MCU at this point. I think Tom Holland might be my favourite MCU actor. But Chris Hemsworth? I was thinking it's between those two. Mm. Like Hemsworth has a lot more going for him mm-hmm. in many ways. Yeah. Um, but in terms of creating a, a, a character, mm-hmm. I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man is my favourite actor for the character that he's playing, if that mm. makes sense. Just, it, yeah. I just find him <clears throat> very endearing. And I feel like he's always really committed to what he's doing in a way that some of the older actors maybe aren't. Yeah. He is just so pleasing to watch on screen. He is. That's it. Exactly. He's just... I had fun he's watching him. He's just a joy to, to watch. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. Like, he has completely made that character his own and mm-hmm. he obviously really cares about it. And mm-hmm. he, yeah, I can happily just sit and watch him just being fun for two hours, which is essentially what this film was. This film was fun. Yeah. Really I was so was, happy that this film was just fun. Like, Endgame was great, don't get me wrong. I thought Endgame was fantastic. But it was quite depressing in many ways. Mm, Maybe quite, not depressing. I, I wouldn't quite say depressing, but serious. It, it was quite serious. I mean, yeah. saying that, it had a lot of comedy to it. It did have comedy to it. <clears throat> but just, I don't it, it. the whole last third of it, which, you know, was the last hour of it, mm. it's all very serious and there's... Mm. Probably no jokes in that point. Sure, and that's when the film is like, "This is what Avengers Endgame is. This is mm-hmm. what it's about. This is the big thing that everybody's been waiting for for twenty-two films or whatever it is." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Spider-Man just makes light of that in the first scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, let me let me rephrase. I feel like this film benefited from the the release of the <clears throat> Endgame tension big time. Yeah, it was just like okay, because all the films that came before, especially the last few, obviously have been really like. Not in a bad way, but they definitely had that weight of like, oh, we're coming to the end of this phase and there's a very serious story to tell. Kind of stuff. This film was just like, and relax. Mm. Like, yeah. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very much like, here's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Between Avengers Endgame, what we now know is Black Widow is the next Marvel film. Yes. Which I doubt is going to be a comedy. Yeah, I've never really seen Scarlett Johansson do... Comedy. Comedy, well. Like, she had one of the funniest lines in Endgame, which yeah. is, uh, I get emails from a raccoon, so nothing surprises me yeah. anymore. But, um, but yeah. on, on the whole, she's not like someone you think of, oh, she's going to ha- be really funny in this. No, so. no, no. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, so Far From Home was good then. It was a real palate cleanser, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked how the first, like, 20 minutes of the film were basically just a Endgame FAQs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they really were. Like, it was like, here's all the plot, all the potential plot holes. We're going to address them. Mm-hmm. Some some more clearly than others, mm-hmm. but we're going to attempt to address most of them. Well, like what? Like, uh, just stuff about how, like, who's aged and who hasn't. Like, oh, yeah. You know, what happened if some people got older and some people didn't? How does that work? Mm-hmm. You know, 
there was just a lot, you know, there was a lot of that in the first 20 minutes. I mean, it starts with a news bulletin, mm. which is basically just a, and here's a catch-up on where we are. Yeah. <laughs> in case anyone's coming to this as their first Marvel film. Yeah. Unlikely, but possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very unlikely at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got such a laugh out of the fact that the film opened with uh, Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the shots of, like, Tony Stark and Black Widow and Captain America, which I'd forgotten he, well, he doesn't die, does he? No, technically, no, I would yeah. imagine the assumption is that he's died of old age. Yeah, or that maybe they just assume they've just said he's dead because obviously, young. Maybe that's just an easier thing to say to the public than he's so, living so then, his so life then, quietly. Yeah, so yeah. he can just have a, a private life. Yeah, yeah sure. at that point, which is what he'd want. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I yeah. Guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, it. It opened like because there's like what you expect a Marvel film to open with these days. You know, it's got the whole, the animation, everything. And when it kicked into immediate Whitney, I was like, mm. what, what's this? Mm. <laughs> but it kind of worked. Mm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. Well, the last Spider-Man film opened with, uh, like it did the Marvel logo. It did like a, a little bit before the Marvel logo of like, here's what the Vulture's about or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then did the Marvel logo and then it says, a film by Peter Parker and it's just him filming stuff on his phone. Oh, yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. About him, you know, having that fight with everybody in Berlin and then, like, Tony Stark giving him the suit and stuff like that. Oh, he's been to Berlin already, then? Yeah, yeah, That yeah. wasn't his first time in Berlin. In this film, I mean. Correct. He goes to Berlin in this I, Okay. Did he go to Berlin in this one? Yes, he did. He took the train. He sat on a top roof of a train for four hours to go to Berlin. Okay. Or was he in Berlin? I mean, that's the question. Was he anywhere? Did he ever leave in America? Wait, sorry, he sat on the roof of a train? Yeah, because I was like, God, that must be boring. He goes to... He's in... At some point he's in Prague, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, well, you need to see Nick Fury in Berlin immediately. And he's like, okay, and he just hops onto the roof of a train and just kind of assume, presumably just sits there for like the four or six hours between. Oh, I missed that a bit. Yeah. I mean, his suit is very capable. I'm sure it's got in-suit in, in entertainment. I'm sure it does, yeah. I'm, I'm just sure saying he it just, just seems... sit, sit down and watch a couple episodes, but yeah. it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He travels. <laughs> Do you think that's what he watches? <laughs> I think that might upset him. He seems pretty wholesome. Okay, RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's then. Drag, yes, yeah. that's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he travel. He covers a lot of Europe in this film. Mm. He goes to Paris, Berlin. He doesn't go to Paris. He, he, he goes to, oh yeah, he goes to Venice, he goes Prague. To Ven- Venice first, he goes to Prague. Prague then Berlin, then London. Uh, he goes to somewhere in the Netherlands first. Uh, oh yes, oh that was well. fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the unpronounceable place. Yeah. yeah. Which I, yeah, I, I like that joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it Netherlands or was it Belgium? No, it was the Netherlands. It was okay. definitely the Netherlands, yeah. Um, yeah, and then finishes in London. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was a good little tour of Europe. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, recently while traveling around Europe, I did see a few different posters, and they had different posters for like, here's Spider-Man in Berlin, Brandenburg Gates in the background. And... Oh, I see. So every country that he went to is getting like, oh, it's this is the Berlin Spider-Man film. Yeah. This is the Prague Spider-Man film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm, it was it was good. It was nice. Yeah. Did you watch it in any of those foreign cities? I or? did not. Then. No. Oh. I had other things to do. Okay. More than watch a film in a cinema for a second time. It's not a thing that I'm known for. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, as the you know, as the big MCU fan in the room, how did you find this film? Oh, really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed this one. In the like upper percentile of MCU films. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know where I put it in a ranking, but sure. That's a, that's a big question. Given it's a lot of films. I think it's the twenty third film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. It did a very good job of feeling fresh after twenty three films. Mm. Like, it really felt like it was just not weighed down. It was just doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's nice. So, what do you think of Jake Hall then? Oh, Jake Okay, so 
that was that's one of the things I loved about it the most mm-hmm. is that we've just come off a film where the the villain is this genocidal alien, all powerful, controlling the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know the most most villainous villain. Mm-hmm. And so I love that the villain for this one was just a disgruntled techie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a pissed off nerd. They did it in Buffy the Vampire Slayer too in season five, I think. The enemy is like the first evil, the most this evil demon who can't be killed or hurt. And the season after that, the enemy is nerds. Great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just human nerds. And that's what Jake Gyllenhaal was. He was just mm. a nerd. Mm. I thought he was great. Mm. I really, again, I really liked that the villain was just quite comedic, mm-hmm. just over the top and silly. And it reminded me of the classic, like, you know, the Batman movies that I watched when I was a kid, you know, the Tim Burton Batman, mm-hmm. you know, or even the Joel Schumacher Batmans, you know, like, obviously this film was better than those, but than the Schumacher ones. But, you know, I mean, it, it was, the villain was just fun. It wasn't like, oh, here's this tragic backstory. Like, it it lulls you into a false sense of, you think you're getting this tragic backstory, mm-hmm. and it turns out that's all bullshit. Yes. He's just a dick. Yeah. And I loved that. Such a trickster. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was, that was, I really enjoyed his characterization as a villain because I've gotten so used to like the villains but in these films being so serious mm-hmm. and I liked that this, this villain was just a dick mm. and that's all he was mm-hmm. his motivations were just I want to be a hero mm. but not I want I want to be beloved yeah yeah and pretty much yeah. yeah that was that was all he, he had going for him mm. I did question how much time Jake Gyllenhaal spent filming mm-hmm. I don't think he was on set for very long no well his suit was like a Fishball, you couldn't see his face. Half the time he's just CGI. Well, yeah, very much. He has like two scenes with Tom Holland in the entire film. Maybe three. Uh, He has a few. He's not in it as much as you think. Really? I I found him to be surprisingly not in it very much. I mean, there's a lot of scenes where, you know, many people are just sort of bouncing off various different buildings in various different cities. And yeah, like, they're not actually doing that. And they're... They, they may well not be on, on set together. Mm. Um, but then they do have a lot of sort of talking scenes. There's lots of scenes of Jake Gyllenhaal in a room on his own monologuing. There's a lot. There's also a lot of scenes of Jake Gyllenhaal monologuing to uh, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. Like, there's a scene underground where, you know, he, he explains, like, oh, I'm from the multiverse and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, they, right. and, they, and they shake hands. There's then uh, one of the best scenes of the film where... He then starts doing all the holograms mm. um, towards Tom Holland, and they share definite screen time. Then, well, no, they do. I'm not saying they were never. And there's, on set there's stuff, stuff at the end in London. Like they've definitely got scenes together. Okay, it just struck me that he was a lot of the time. You, he was just like the suit was weird to me. I yes. like a, I like a wacky I mean, suit. It, it but... was intentionally weird and wacky. Okay, sure, yeah. But the fact that he completely obscured his face. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't, but like, like, like but, why, but why, like, why has he got a helmet like that? Why can he not breathe Earth's atmosphere? He's human. Why is, this, why is it a goldfish ball that's smoky that you can't see anything? It's a made-up superhero inside a made-up super universe. Okay, so it's his, <laughs> it's his idea of... It's his idea of, of, of just a ridiculous-looking superhero. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I can accept that. <clears throat> it's not a complaint. I really like J.J. Hall in this. Mm. I, thought... I mean, also, it's, it's comic accurate. Oh, okay. oh, is that what the comic book mm. Mysterio looks like? Okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Uh, it did strike me, and again... One thing I noticed about this film was that I would have questions. I'll be like watching the film, and I was like, "Hmm, this doesn't make a lot of sense." Mm. And then the film would immediate as soon as it struck my. It was like the film was reading my mind. Mm. Every time I thought something, the film would then be like, "Oh, I know what you're thinking. I'm going to answer that now." Mm-hmm. Like for example, there's a scene when 
Mysterio and Spider-Man are sat in a bar together in mm-hmm. Prague. Mm. It's when Spider-Man still thinks that Mysterio is a good guy. Yeah. It's when he's handing over the glasses, <clears throat> the Edith device to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just sat in this bar in Prague and just having a drink and talking. Mm. And I'm like, so Mysterio just doesn't have any casual wear then? Because yeah. he's still yeah. just fully in his... He's sat there in a bar in Prague in full, like, suit. Yeah. I was like, maybe wear some you know, put some put some jeans on or something mm-hmm. I was like, why, why is nobody addressing the fact that he's just mm. sat here dressed like he's cosplaying yes that was weird doesn't it <laughs> but then of course Spider-Man leaves and it's like click and it's like oh it's all it's all a mirage mm. I mean that makes just makes Spider-Man look super stupid <laughs> it really does doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> but bless him he's a teenager and he, I, I, I don't think it was like out of character stupid it was more just like yeah he's not really thinking these things through no yeah yeah. Is, yeah understandable he's, he's, on, he's got a one track mind mm-hmm. at this point mm. like, he just wants to be on holiday with his girlfriend or his future girlfriend mm. but like at this point it brings me on to the fact that uh, Tony Stark is like even especially while dead the most irresponsible person in the world <laughs> like he has this system of drones this global system of drones powered by this massive satellite mm-hmm. that can kill anybody yeah but there's no the, like the, override no no yeah it can kill anybody there is no override or anything yeah. like that it, why would happy that was that, that was a genuine plot of me this all because all of this technology belongs to tony stark which mm. then mysterio co-opts when he gets the glasses from mm. why does happy not have like a as tony stark's you know made number one mm. Surely he would have like an override system. That was a genuine plot hole. Yeah, I, I, at I, no I, point do they even discuss that as a possibility. No, I mean it should have gone to. I, mean, I don't think Happy Hogan would really, should have been that person, but uh, Pepper Potts. Sure. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow was not going to be in this movie. She is done. She was in the last one. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think does she know she was in the last one? Well, true. I don't think she cares anymore. She is done. Like she is out of this franchise. Like. Do you think? I mean, She's she, not. Bad. I mean, she was in Endgame. Yes, yeah, she was for but... like multiple scenes. Sure, sure, sure. I get that, but I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow wants to be doing these films any more than um, anyone else who's left wants to. Mm, sure. Okay. She's clearly not very invested. No. She literally didn't know she was in Spider Man. No. <laughs> I mean, that could that that could partly you could just trick be, her into it. Yeah. That could partly just be as a symptom of the way that these things are filmed. To avoid sure, spoilers, sure, sure. Yeah, especially sure. when it comes to Tom Holland. Sure. Um. But yeah, like I would have liked to have seen a bit of a bit of her in it mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it would have then suddenly become a little bit too serious. Yeah, no, I felt like this film was very much trying to just be a Spider-Man movie. There wasn't yeah. a lot from the other characters. No, like, no. Did anyone wasn't. cameo? Obviously, obviously Nick well, Fury's in it. Yeah, Nick Fury, Maria Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apart from that, no, not no. really. So yeah, I thought like this was this this was like okay, well, you've you've seen them all pulled together, and now we're going just we're just telling a small Spider-Man story now, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, which was was good. Yeah. Yeah. But like Tony Stark having this this thing that can just kill anybody at a mm-hmm. moment's notice. Yeah. And then just giving it to a seventeen year old, I think he's supposed to be somewhere in that range. Also, yeah. when did he realize he was going to die? Yeah, well, well I mean, when did he like create his last will and testament and be like, well, Spider Man's the one. I mean, he 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 did create a last will and testament that was there in hologram in Endgame. Um, oh, okay. So, you know, maybe he's just got that in place, okay, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure, really, mm-hmm. because Spider-Man only just came back into existence about ten minutes before Tony That's Stark died. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> Why would it go straight to him? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe maybe it was, maybe it was like, 
hey, I don't know who this is going to, but Happy Hogan, you decide. Sure, okay. John Favreau, it's your choice. But though, and was, John was, was like, John Favreau um, also not Spider-Man? blipped? Uh, it was never said. Because Marissa you, you Tomei know. was blipped. She said, didn't she, at the beginning? Did she? Okay. I think she did. She said those also were blipped. Hmm. But then it also seems like her and Happy Hogan have had this, like... Well, I mean, they must have been blipped then, or at least one of them, because if it was, they've been, if they've been dating for five year, whole years... Have they? That... No, 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 that's what I'm saying. If they hadn't been blipped and they've been had this de- this flirtation going on for five whole years, you'd think it would have gone a bit further. Yeah. Like, they're very much just like, oh, yeah, we're screwing. Mm. <laughs> we're in the fun stage. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've got the impression that this film was, like, a couple of months after the events of Endgame. That's what I mean. So, they, um, if they both got... But they've... Yeah, so yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they were both blipped. But, like, mm. I, I don't know. Sure, yeah. I mean, she hasn't. Or, may, or, or maybe he wasn't blipped, but then when she came back, you know, from being from being blipped out... He was then like, oh, hello. I'll make a move, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's it. Her hair was very long in this film. Was it? Oh, it was really very just... long. It was like, distractingly long. It was like down to her bum. Mm. Like, too, too too long for a woman of her, her years. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Okay. I'm not being sexist, but I do feel like after a certain point, women's hair should get shorter. Why? I just think it. women who have really long hair after the age of like 40 just look insane. That's just... So a hill I'm willing to die on. I don't mean she needs stuff like a pixie cut, but if it's like waist length and or longer after middle age, it just looks weird. You're weird. I'm just. Why it's just it... something that bothers me. Why? It just. I. It, I find it distracting. <laughs> what? I, I. I don't know what to tell you. It. It. It, it was above. I was like, Marissa Tomei. It looks banging. Like she's looks great in this film. Cut your hair. Just trim it a bit. Just just a couple of inches off the top. You're very strange. <laughs> it was a distracting thing for me. Was it? Yeah. I could, every time she was on screen, I was like, you look great, cut your hair. Wow. She looks like a... a, a it just it didn't work for me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just my opinion, you know. All right, I'm going to leave you to that. That's, okay. that's, that's fine. Um... Really Speaking what... of her... Good, okay, thank you. <laughs> you need to go somewhere else from there. Speaking of her, um, Tom Holland was rocking the full Ross Geller in this film. Yes, he was. He was greasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Which, again, was fine for the character. You know, mm-hmm. he's, a te- he's, you know, awkward teenager. But, yeah, it, it was... It was it looked clammy to the touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, did, did you find him hot in this film? He's not my type. He's too twinky. Objectively, he's very attractive, but mm. you know, I don't like I don't like skinny guys very much. So, mm, no. Fair enough. Did you buy him with Zendaya? I always feel like she is smarter than he is. Mm-hmm. I, I I bought. I'll be you know, to be fair. I did. I, I thought he played it very well. That he had a crush. You know, and all, I thought he was great, and it, I, mm. I could definitely buy his attraction to her. I felt like her kind of turnaround where she was like, "Oh, I'm actually just really shy, and I just really want you to like me." Was a bit like. No, mm. she's got it together more than this. Mm-hmm. She might like him. She probably, had, but I feel like she she didn't need to be like suddenly all like gooey eyed, mm-hmm. especially when he's like. I know it's a classic Spider Man thing, and they have to do it. But when they have her them him like carrying her through the streets and she's screaming, mm. I was like, oh, you don't need to do this. She's she's better than this. <laughs> she's she, she could have been like, no, fuck you, put me down. <laughs> Maybe mm. I, don't, I really like the character. Although, does she have any other friends? Mm, don't think so, no. I was put. You never see her friend. Do, have, we, have we met her parents yet? Don't think so, no. No, she's a strange, like she's a strangely like satellitey character in this mm. in these films. I've noticed, like, because 
I don't buy that she wouldn't have friends because she's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like she's really good looking. She's very witty. She's very smart. Like I know she's supposed to be like an outsider, and that's her whole character. Mm. But she's not the kind of outsider who wouldn't have friends. She, you know, if anything, she's like the cool girl. You know what I mean? Like she's a bit yeah, nerdy, but she's cool. She's got confidence. I think she would have friends. And it's like, and what does she do when she's not around Spider Man and his and other guy whose name I forget? Ned. Ned. Yeah. Because mm. it's not like she hangs out with them all the time. Who's her friend? Don't know. I think Mary Jane in the next film. Mary Jane needs a friend. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's yeah. that. That's my one complaint. I think give Mary Jane a friend who is on her level, who's not a boy. Mm. I think that uh, the future of this this franchise with Spider-Man specifically, mm-hmm. um, because you know in the post-credit scenes, a lot happens. Oh yeah, yeah. We get we get some. Like it's probably the. The most packed post-credit scenes of any Marvel film there's been. Mm-hmm. So I had a good experience watching this because yeah. I went to watch this on Sunday night, and it was the last showing that it was like half ten at night, which mm-hmm. isn't super late, but you know it was it was the last film showing of the evening, mm-hmm. and I got a private screening. Okay. Which for Spider Man, like I've, I've been, to, I've seen films like where it's been an empty screen before, but for a film as big as Spider Man and as recent as Spider Man, mm-hmm. I was really surprised. I was literally the only one there. Mm-hmm. But then it did mean at the end I was I could see the. <laughs> The, the people who work at the cinema just being like and they know because they know it's Marvel they know why I was waiting but mm-hmm. you could just sense them like they must hate these films so much because like <laughs> nobody leaves until like you know there's always going to be some dick who in this case was me who has to watch the end credits and mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like I'm really sorry I don't even really care that much but you know but I don't have to watch it because there's going to be questions about it so, mm-hmm. so. Um, but yes it does set up a lot so is yeah. it the mid credit when we get J. Jonah Jameson? Oh, so close. J. Jonah Jameson. Jameson, okay, yeah. Um, um, yeah, J.K. Simmons reprising his role. Which that's a is... lot of J's. Actor and character between yeah. them, that's like six J's. It's too many J's. Um, yeah, which was, yeah, he's a big fan favourite of the uh, he Sam was... Raimi Spider-Mans. And... So he played that same character in the, in the Sam Raimi ones, yes. right? Was he as, like, munching on the scenery in them as he is? Oh, in... yeah. Because oh, he was... I mean, I loved it, yeah. but he was just like munch, munch, munch. And like, he only had like three lines, but he was just like, "Wow, I am devouring scenery." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a big fan favorite because he's he's in one of those roles that you're like, "There's literally not a better person who could play this role." Oh no, he's great. Yeah, like he, he, maybe you should rewatch the, the the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Like he is flawless. He's one of the the all time best cast people in history. Okay, wow, that's high praise, sure. It is. I'm not saying that like he's the best person in that film or anything, it's just there's not a person who could play that role. That better. character, sure. You know, yeah. it's like Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump, for example. Sure. You couldn't... You, there's nobody better that could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and this this was that. And so it was... It was For a while, it was like, who's going to who's gonna play J.J. and Jameson? Like, who can... Who can do that role? Mm. And, is it and, is it a bit like we've not seen it yet? But do you reckon it's a bit like uh, what's his face, James uh, Earl Jones? James Earl Jones in, in the Lion King. It's like, well, we can't do better than him, so let's just have him again. Yeah, maybe, but I kind of disagree. Well, we'll get into that when we talk about Lion. Yeah, King. that's a different film. Um, but who played J. Jonah Jameson in Andrew Garfield's? No, no they didn't. Okay, fine. Didn't do the character. Okay, sure. Um, so I'm glad that the MCU had the guts to actually be like, yeah, we're going to do that character, and we're going to keep the casting. Because mm-hmm. we know what the fans want, and we're just going to give them give the fans exactly what they want. Good, yeah. And yeah, they. Well, this they, film felt like a very fan servicey movie, and it hundred percent delivered. Yeah, but in a way that like was accessible. Mm. Like Endgame was a fan service in the sense that like okay, you pay, you've you've paid your dues. Most people watching this have seen like twenty mm-hmm. odd films before. We're going to just wrap up plot lines. This was more like fan service. Like we're just going to throw you all these strikes you want yeah. in in a fun like two hour film that doesn't have a lot of like 
you know, mm. isn't particularly serious. But that's fine. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, which, you know, there's the, the, there's that reveal and uh, uh, Mysterio is set up that Spider-Man is actually like Mysterio post death has set up somehow that Spider-Man is a villain. Essentially. He's, he's unmasked Spider-Man and tricked him. Yeah, and then told the whole world Spider- who Spider-Man actually is. Yeah, so there's a video now of Peter Parker saying, execute them all. Yeah. Which he means the drones. Yeah. But it's funny because when that scene happened, I kind of saw it, I don't know if you did, mm. but like when he said, when he says that line, he's talking about executing the drones mm. that Mysterio is using to destroy the mm-hmm. city. And he's, but when he said execute them, yes, execute them all, I was like, mm. That's a strange choice of words. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. I was thinking like, you know that bit earlier in the film, Spider-Man, where you nearly mm. killed your friend on the bus? Yeah. Because you said the wrong words? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use the word execute. Just, just use the word execute, yeah. <laughs> just say like, I don't know, like disarm. Yeah. 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 Stop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Switch off. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so... You know, the whole world knows Peter's identity. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, well, this we, my... we, we also now know that the Daily Bugle is a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people were wondering when was Spider-Man going to become uh, a reporter. And, you know, Peter Parker's taking pictures of Spider-Man and working for the Daily Bugle. That's just clearly not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And my theory is that actually Zendaya as MJ is going to be the reporter. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And so she's going to get an internship at the Daily Bugle taking pictures of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So she's Thoughts? not going to be in a musical anymore. Well, was that was that what she, what her character was going to do? No, but isn't that Spider Man Three where Kirsten Dunst is in that terrible play? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I I can't see that one happening. No, I was joking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to recreate too much Spider Man Three. Well, I was just going to ask: Do you think that now this is? Do you think that the, this Phase Four that they're going to build to is going to be all the all of them being unmasked now? And it's like Spider Man is the only one that hid his identity. Oh, is everyone else known? Yeah. Okay. So So no. <laughs> yeah. I thought that might be the next thing. It's like it's now it's like PR, it's like the Avengers become like bad guys. Like, mm. Okay. I mean that's the thing that's happened in the comics. Not they become bad guys, but they've been perceived yeah, they, as bad guys. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're, yeah, they're perceived yeah. as bad guys and they need to win the PR war. Yeah, yeah. that's something I think what's called the Dark Avengers, maybe. Okay. But uh, Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. who uh, you know, previously was Willem Dafoe. Yes. Uh he uh, became the head of like the Dark Avengers or something, and then just a team of bad guys, but made themselves perceived as good guys. Okay. And then they were just like the new Avengers or something like that, and they were trying to stop the old Avengers pretty much. Okay. That's... So they, they, there's a whole plan they could do there. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Well, do you think this film was setting up, was setting the wheels in motion for Phase Four, or do you think this was just like an in-between phase, just a little bit of fun? Bit of I think fun? it was pretty much just an in-between phase. Okay. Because also there's a there's a thing with Sony at the moment, because, again, Sony own the rights to this film, however mm. it is, a film that's been accepted into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But if this film uh, doesn't make a billion dollars worldwide, which it's, it will... It's going to. It's it, done very well. Yeah. It will. But if it doesn't, then all the characters go back to Sony. And like, the deal's off. What a weird deal. I know, right? That um, sounds so, like some so, kind of gangster, like so, so, so then, backroom. So then Sony get to make their own Spider-Man films and get to keep all the money for it. Wow! So Marvel just literally just put a bet on. Pretty much, I guess that's wow. just. Well, yeah, is Kevin Feige just like this high-rolling gangster type? Well, I mean, Sony are still like pulling some strings. They okay. have some leverage mm-hmm. legally with something. I don't know contracts and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, and so like, if it weren't to make a billion dollars, that's mean that Tom Holland would lose control of the role. It would mean that Tom Holland would lose the role completely. Like, okay. not just 
all the characters would revert, but those iterations of the characters would not be able to be used by anybody anymore. Mm, okay. So Tom Holland's Spider-Man, Zendaya's MJ, they'd all just be gone. That would be... Well, I guess because the film's been so successful. If the film had not made a billion, mm. which seems like a high bar, but not from Marvel films, I guess. Mm. But, like, wow. Mm. That would really suck, because he's, he's so owned that character. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Clearly, it's it's made more than enough, so it'll be fine. Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So what do you think that uh, Tom Holland's going to do next? Like, I feel like right now he's not obliged to appear in a Marvel movie every single year mm-hmm. like previously he has done because he did is there another Spider-Man on the big massive three year MCU no, slate no, or? no okay. no there, there, there's nothing that specifically requires Tom Holland to be there okay. um, at the moment so do you think might... that's because they were waiting to make sure that bet paid off before they commissioned it <laughs> maybe yeah I'd be surprised if they late left it a whole three years before they did another Spider-Man movie do you think? Well, he's so popular. They've got a lot of other things going on. True, but like, nobody really cares about Doctor Strange. Like, they could leave a five-year gap between Doctor Strange films and no one really cares. But I feel like mm. Spidey. True, but they're like introducing new things. Mm. And then there's all things like Black Widow, Black Panther, Garden of the Galaxy. Yeah. But also he's like, going to... There's a lot of things that people are still wanting. True, but they've also left this on a, a very specific cliffhanger. They really have. And he's young. Yeah. I know he's not 16 and Tom Holland's like probably 20 or something, isn't he? Or... Mm. He's older than the character. But yeah. you can't leave it five years because then he'll be like in his thirties, and it yeah. won't be, you can't be like, oh, picking up from this next day when he's clearly aged, you know, mm. yeah, significantly. So yeah, and so like I'm, the characters I, I, around I, I, him. I really don't know. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, because I noticed that the best friend had really changed physically in between the films. Mm-hmm. So you know, because they're young and kids, you know, young mm. people, their bodies change and stuff. So yeah. Do you know that he's bald, Ned? Ned's bald in real life. Mm. I think maybe that's yeah. I did see him in the three of them interviewed, but he he changed them. Like Zendaya and someone look pretty much the same. He's obviously got a fair bit bigger, and he's like you know. Yeah, I, I reckon that's why he wears a hat for a lot of the time. Oh really? Okay. Mm. <laughs> Saves the wig budget. How old's the actor? I don't know. I mean, he's not like middle aged. He's. I was gonna say, is, is he just bald because he likes that look, or is he bald because he's gone bald? No, I think he's gone bald. I, I, young I, to go, I, I don't young know. to go bald. Wow. Yeah, it happens to some people. It does. Mm. Those poor poor people. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of him and his? Of Ned and his girlfriend. Oh, it was a good story. That, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Silly. So, yeah, that was just pure comic relief. But mm. uh, I, I, I like how there's now just this whole thing, it seems, where in every film that Ned appears in, he has to get tranked. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed, or knocked out in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's good. But yeah, altogether a pretty good film. Altogether, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else I haven't... Uh... Do well, you th- um, Samuel L. Jackson and Maria Hill being scrolls the whole time? Yeah, that was in the actual post credits that it was revealed that they are scrolls, which is mm. the. It's a good thing I saw Captain Marvel. That would have gone right over my head. Yeah, I would have been like, "What?" <laughs> so, what did that mean? So, nobody, what- nobody fully knows. So, it, it means that for the entire course of Spider-Man: Far From Home, mm. those two, those two were not themselves. Oh, oh, that's the one we've just seen, not the, the previous Spider-Man. Correct. Yeah. Okay, fine. So, um, but what? So then. We see, presumably, actually, Nick Fury is on like some kind of space station, right? Mm-hmm. What, what what did that mean? Was that what was that hinting at? Uh, well, I was building towards some kind of a space force. Oh, okay, fine. Um, yeah, which may, maybe will happen. So, eventually. do you think the scrolls are just there to like cover for him? Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah, because they were like his friends from Captain Marvel. Yes, they were. Okay, sure. Um, Who is Maria Hill? See, that's the. Thing. She's and, kind and, of a non-character. Yeah, she kind of is. And like at this point now that she's been revealed that she was a scroll for all of this film. But there's, presumably there's a real Maria Hill as well. Well, maybe not. Oh, okay. Like maybe it was just modelled on a person. Maybe she has actually been a scroll the whole time. 
mm-hmm. she never was an agent. She never see all she seemed to do in this film was to be was to like answer questions. Mm-hmm. It'd just be like, uh huh. It was very much like affirmative captain. Like mm-hmm. she was like that unrewarding Star Trek, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, she, she didn't have very much to do in this yeah. film. Like she clearly didn't even even have a makeup budget. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was uh uh, but yeah, like Nick Fury, we don't know when he's been a scroll from. If it was just mm-hmm. this film, or if it's been for a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that could explain the de-aging thing, though. What? Maybe because the, they've, they've digitally de-aged Samuel L. Jackson for all these roles, right? No, just Captain Marvel. Was he not de-aged in this one? No. Man, he looks good. He does look good. I thought I was he, like, no, no, he he just looks good. That's just. I was like watching this one, like, oh, the de-aging's got a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> he nope. still looks smooth, but it's not as creepy. Like, oh yeah. wow, okay. Yeah, no, he just looks good. Okay, well, in that case. <laughs> I know this because I've been watching the trailer for uh, Shaft, that Netflix film that's coming out, and like, oh yeah, that's not got a big budget. No, and he looks fantastic in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the, so. man, the, the man looks good. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think Mysterio is really dead? Uh, I think that they're just leaving it like it could be either way. Depends yeah. what they decide to write for the next one. Mm-hmm. They could, they could bring him back, but also, given the amount of like we are in an alternate universe and it's holograms and what mm. is real and what's not mm. I'd be surprised if they don't bring him back yeah I feel like he's got a master plan okay yeah sure yeah I mean I'd like a one shot I'm here for a one shot villain mm. just one in one out mm-hmm. you know come in choose some scenery I loved all the stuff with him uh, <laughs> camping it up with his cape like <laughs> he's given his like uh, exposition oh speech. I loved the uh, the side character who's working for him and, and she's just like Wait, uh, Mysterio, do you still need the cape? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, I still want the cape, Sharon. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah. That's that, her whole character. That was hilarious. That fantastic. It's like the most yeah. serious points in the movie, like the, the climax of the film. And he's like, yeah, I still want the cape. Get it get it straight for me. Yeah, I'm that's a, what I mean. It, it, I, he, I could literally meet the queen in half an hour. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he was just a silly, campy villain, and mm-hmm. that's all I want. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Loved everything about that. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, I could see him coming again. I, yeah, um, I think he'll be back. But I don't know, like the last Spider-Man film ended, one of the post-credit scenes was uh, Michael Keaton as the Vulture oh, yeah. in prison with a few other people. Oh, is that um, when we got crazy Woody Harrelson clown? No, 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 that's Venom. Oh, okay. Um, and he's he's talking to somebody, and that's, uh, that somebody is a character called Scorpion, and he says, uh, so I hear that you actually know who Spider-Man is. Hmm. Michael Keaton's like, well, if I knew he'd be dead already, but he does know. Yeah. He's just lying. So that post-credit scene is just—it's gone now. Like Michael Keaton knowing who Spider-Man is, no longer relevant. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not relevant anymore. So they've not thought that through. Mm. Uh, I don't think they've particularly thought through, um, like ha- have a master plan for Mysterio. Mm-hmm. It's just they've got the option. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, he but was yeah. a good villain. He was. He was. What I would know. you give this out of ten? Nine. No, well, there's an eight. Yeah. It was entertaining. Yeah. I was entertained. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. All right, well, thank everybody for listening and thank you all for subscribing as well. Yeah. Join us next week for something else. Something else, as we always say. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye. Let's go beyond. Beyond the box set. <laughs>